0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Earl Green and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for March 6th. It was released to complete the original trilogy of an incredibly successful video game series and was met with both critical acclaim and a shipload of controversies. Mass Effect 3 was released on this day in 2012. Before we get into what went right and what went wrong with Mass Effect 3, let's get into a bit of background. The original Mass Effect was released in 2007 and was a massive hit. The original game takes place in the year 2183, where interstellar travel is possible. A governing body known as the Citadel Council controls much of the galaxy, trying to keep the peace among the various alien races, including humans. The player controls the main character, Commander Shepard, who the player is able to customize, including not only choosing Shepard's appearance and gender, but choosing and evolving their abilities throughout the game, and puts together a team to defend the galaxy from the Reapers, who aim to eradicate all organic life in the galaxy. Shepard's adventures continue through Mass Effect 2, and then into Mass Effect 3. But they aren't just standalone games. The Mass Effect series has a lot of choices and variables that make each game unique to the player, so one of the keys to the success of the series was the ability to import save data from the previous game, including the aesthetic preferences and consequences from your story choices therein. There's a lot to the game series that made it so successful, from fluid gameplay to customizable squads to quality voice acting and cutscenes, But the personalization aspect, the feeling that you were following your shepherd, is what really made the series stand out. Okay, so now that we're caught up, let's talk about what made Mass Effect 3 have such a massive impact, both good and bad. Mass Effect 3 was released to critical acclaim, with reviewers praising the gameplay, the flexibility of choices, the music, the art, and the new multiplayer mode. However, the release also brought controversy, Now some of it wasn't real controversy, like people complaining about the same-sex relationships in the game, which isn't so much controversial, but you know, just how real life is. However, the game also released with downloadable content, or DLC, available for purchase on day one. While ordinarily that would just mean additional content, gamers soon discovered that the DLC was originally part of the core game that was then ostensibly removed, placed behind a paywall, and monetized. There were other controversies too, like the inclusion of gaming personality Jessica Chobot, and the stock photo reveal of Tally's face, but by far the biggest controversy was the endings of the game. You see, like the previous games, the choices you make throughout the game affect the ending, and at the climax, Shepard must make a final choice, leading to different endings, known as the destroy, control, or synthesize endings. However, gamers soon realized that the cutscenes for the different endings were basically the same, with just the colors of the effects changed. Moreover, the galaxy-affecting choices you made throughout the game didn't seem to do anything. Fan backlash was immediate and brutal. The game's developer, BioWare, owned up to the fanbase's negative reaction. In the words of creative director Casey Hudson, and I quote, "...people wanted to actually see how their decisions resulted in consequences to the future of the Mass Effect universe." but the original scenes didn't go into detail speculating on that future. The endings left a lot to the player's imagination. Yes, Bioware, it turns out people didn't want to imagine the ending to the game they paid for. They wanted to actually, you know, see it. Bioware quickly released a free DLC called The Extended Cut that not only fleshed out the different endings, but added resolution to some of the game's other choices. Mass Effect 3 may have had a divisive release, but it was by no means the end of the franchise. But that's a story for another time. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 6th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.